Just having a nice, refreshing drink of spring water. Okay. Well, good. <sighs> you ready? Got to wash the crap out of my mouth from, from today. Oh, from, from the Browns news, huh? Oh, my God. Keep Are you ready to talk some fancy football? Let's, yeah, let's get this going. Let's get this over with, all right. This is our week two preview show, so we're going to give you some uh, some great sit-start decisions, uh, but before we go do that, let's talk about some some news, starting with the Browns. Go ahead, Kirk. What's what's going on with uh, the Cleveland Brownies, your favorite team? Well, uh, Josh Gordon um, was recently uh, ruled out with a hamstring injury, which was kind of surprising in just that. Um but uh, nobody ever expected that they were going to announce that they're going to then release him on Monday. Uh, why on Monday? So that they have opportunity to trade him, I imagine. Um, and it, the rumor is, is that he came uh, Saturday late to uh, walkthroughs or whatever he was supposed to be there at. He was late, um, had a hamstring injury that came from something other than football-related situations. And some of the trainers may have uh, suspected that he was maybe on the purple drink. I don't know. Um, or at least recovered from that. So that all that kind of just was the straw that broke the camel's back. And uh, they decided to release. Him. Okay, good. Well, you, you are on it with the Browns news. So very good. Thanks for that update. Yeah. That's uh, everybody's news for this Saturday night. I don't think anything else is important. There was right, five five articles on uh, on uh, NBC football uh, app, so it was like, you know, I wasn't the only one reading those. All right, so let's talk fancy football implications. Rashard Higgins, Antonio Callaway, are you picking them up? In well, I... regular redraft leagues, you know, six to seven player bench, are they worth a flyer? Well, it's it's funny you say that. I pick I. Earlier this week, I picked up Rashard Higgins uh, in the Dynasty League uh, because yep. uh, I, I don't know why. I just I needed somebody. I wanted to uh, I wanted to pick somebody up. I felt had a chance, and I picked well, him up. So his he may have more implications to me in that league than any other league. I don't think. Eh, I don't think I don't think any other league you would be picking him up other than uh, a keeper league. Okay, so so. Sh- Regular leagues, short benches. You're not taking either either one of those guys. You're not picking either one up. My teams are good enough to where I don't need them. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, did you pick one up? I did not. I just just wanted to throw it out there, give the people a shot. You know, if you have if you have I don't know Kelvin Benjamin on your roster and. And he's taking up space on your bench, or maybe you one of the rookies like DJ Moore or Michael Gallup. Well, w- would okay. you release them to pick up Richard? Quick fantasy insight: Antonio Callaway is is I probably going to be closer to like a Deshaun Jackson, not this year, but just someone that gets a few catches, maybe get a lot of yards. I think Richard Higgins will fill in uh, nicely as a PPR guy uh, that I think should should get more more looks. Mm-hmm. Uh, because of the way he, you know, he's on the field, he he gets he gets open more, so I think he's going to be more active. But 
I don't think either one of them are good enough to 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 pick up unless you have a really deep league. Oh, good. Thanks for for uh, providing fantasy insight. Seeing how this is a fantasy football show. That's oh, crazy. I didn't I didn't know you wanted me to do that. Okay. <laughs> Man, what, episode forty six, and and I I just got it. <laughs> All right, hey, uh, injury news. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Aaron Rodgers seem to be true game time decisions. What's your opinion on whether either one of those will will start this week? Oh, Leonard Fournette last year, uh, I think they, they kind of played cat and mouse with him within a couple situations. So I don't know. I'm I'm just glad we I didn't pay sixty one dollars to have him on my roster because that's I feel like that's a headache. I don't know what they're gonna do. All right, yeah, I feel like Fournette is is uh, is going to sit, and I feel like Aaron Rodgers will play, but um, we'll just have to wait and see. Just make sure that you know you're tinkering all morning, and make sure you have backup plans. Uh, even if you know some of the fancy websites, they may not, they may still project them to score points, so it's deceiving to you late in the game. You got to make sure you monitor within the hour of start time. So. All right, there's there's a heck of a lot more um, incentive for Aaron Rodgers to start than Leonard Fournette, clearly. Um, Aaron Rodgers, backup quarterback, uh, didn't win a football game last year, although starting you know nearly all of them for the Browns. So I don't think they have any desire of trying to roll with Deshaun Kaiser. All right, so other injury news. Uh, Devonta Form or Freeman, excuse me, running back for Atlanta Falcons is going to miss potentially a couple weeks. Good news for Tevin Coleman owners. Joe Mixon had a procedure on his knee; he's missing two to four weeks. And then finally, I think what we talked about last show is Doug Baldwin looking to miss a couple weeks there. Who else am I missing? Any big news? Uh, I think that's I think that's it as far as I know. Okay. What uh, what else? Anything else news, Kirk? You want to hit before we get into this, our studs, our flyers, and our potential no, let's, studs for the week? Let's get into it. I, I created a nice list, and I, I wanna I wanna show it off. You're chomping at the bit, okay? That's right. So let's let's talk about. We're just gonna talk about a few players here and there, guys that we're kind of predicting are, are gonna do well, some that maybe not so well. Um, you know, if we have a guy picked here that's a stud. Some of them are for sure starts, and we're just saying, hey, look for them to really blow up. A flyer is somebody who maybe is on the bubble of a sit or start, and we are telling you you need to start them because they're in a very positive matchup. Yeah. And a beware is somebody who may look to you as a true, uh, a definite starter, but either – a is you try and find a replacement for them, or B is if they're still a for sure start, you understand that they have a very, very low floor and that you may want to put like a Will Fuller or somebody who can really make a splash in your lineup as well to, to yeah. kind of compensate for. for You've been warned. Yes. You've been warned to not have any high hopes. You got it. All right, so let's start with our stud of the week. Let's start at the quarterback position. Kirk, who are you going with here? I am. I'm going with uh, Philip Rivers as my stud of the week. Um, he's playing against one of the worst teams in the football world. Um, he has 
a great I think he has got a great team. I know uh Antonio Gates is coming back, which you know may produce a touchdown here and there, but um he has a friendly face there. But I think he him versus the Buffalo Bills is one of the best matchups of the week. Okay, very good. I'm going with uh not trying to be a homer, I'm going with Ben Roethlisberger versus Kansas City. Yeah. There's two two teams where I will always play Ben because he just seems to have his best games against them. That's Kansas City and the Indianapolis Colts. You know, just like Kansas City always seems to play the Patriots well, you know, the Bengals always seem to have the Ravens number. That is just the history with Ben. They they torched him last year, put up over 40 points. Uh, you know, still without Le'Veon Bell. Look for look for him and Antonio Brown to put up big numbers against that uh KC defense who has a decimated secondary. Mm-hmm. So, all right, very good. All right, who? Which quarterback are you taking a flyer on this week? Um, the way I see flyers is someone that maybe maybe available on the free agent market, maybe not, maybe your backup. But I have uh, Case Keenum as as my um, go to if I have to uh, against the Oakland Raiders. I know in one league I picked him up. I can't remember what league it was, uh, but. I think that's a favorable matchup. He showed um, that he has fantasy relevance, um, and I think against the Raiders, he could absolutely uh, pull one out. Yeah, he put up, what, 330 passing yards last yeah. week. Um, seemed to be exactly what they need there in Denver, so I, I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. I went with Alex Smith versus the Indianapolis Colts, um, and you know Alex Smith looked looked very good last week, but – I just think that matchup versus the Colts, their defense, their secondary has just looked awful. Um, you know, they didn't play too bad last week. Uh, I mean, Andy Dalton still still had a very nice game, but I think Alex Smith is just going to expose them, and that's uh, that's going to be a great matchup for him. I actually was going to uh, – he was my toss-up for stud uh, stardom of the week because I, I, I think with – with Chris Thompson being a, a guy of the backfield, I, I think he's he's got a weapon um, that he can rely on. So, but I was he was a close runner up to Philip Rivers. So I like your well. Yeah, the reason the reason I have him as a flyer is I don't think people drafted Alex Smith right. to be their starter. He's right. more of the quarterback number two kind of guy, or considered that anyway. Right. Whether that's fair or not, I don't know. But okay, good. All right, who are you? pumping the brakes on this week who who gives you some some concern well i think the easiest answer is, i have two that, that are tied but uh, the easiest answer is ryan fitzpatrick i don't think he's going to repeat his uh performance last week so i know he will drop in the stat line um he's going up against a much better uh defense um and you know some of his offensive weapons are in flux so i think he is a easy one to say we are you know, watch out for him. Um, Matt Ryan against the Carolina Panthers. Those two are kind of the ones that I'd say, you know, hold off on because they're playing against really good defenses. Yep. I, I like both of those. Uh, mine is, is Tom Brady. Um, he is going against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm-hmm. You know, they have two unbelievable corners. They have an unbelievable pass rush. You, you know, people remember them as a historically great, defense last year and that was all because of their past defense their run rush defense was actually a little bit susceptible to to being run on especially up the gut i i don't see why that's going to change this year tom brady 
don't look for him to have 303 touchdowns. Um, I think this is going to be a lower scoring game. And, you know, I think, uh, well, actually, you'll see one of my flyers uh, speaks to that on how this game will go. But Tom Brady, you know, I, I guess this is a good question for you is Tom Brady versus Jacksonville. You also have Kirk Cousins versus Green Bay. Yeah. Week. So that I think that would be it. That's what we mean by beware is if you have another competent quarterback. Yeah. Maybe you look at starting him instead of going with a, a top six quarterback in Tom Brady. I'm trying to think of what I what I because I was I was having an on about that. So I think, um, yeah, I have Kirk Cousins in, and Tom Brady is on the bench. That's funny. I didn't I didn't realize that. Uh, we're in sync on 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 what we should be doing. All right, very good. All right, what's next? Running backs. Let's talk running backs. Which who's your who's your stud of the week? Well, again, these are off the beaten path. Not your, you know, obviously not your used to be Le'Veon Bell's, but uh, like Todd Gurley's and stuff that are automatic. Um, I'm I'm going with Tevin Coleman in a tie with Chris Thompson. Tevin Coleman and Chris Thompson. Tevin Coleman clearly is going to get more touches, uh, more activity. I know he's going against Carolina, but he still seems to be a talented. Uh, running back and then Chris Thompson I think Alex Smith is going to be a good flyer or stud however you want to look at it and I think the biggest thing is going to be Chris Thompson coming out of the backfield and um and just uh just being a stud all right very good I've got I mean this this may seem like an obvious one here but it's just uh Ezekiel Elliott versus New York Giants um the the reason I just think he he's going to blow up this week is that Giants defense is not great and Unfortunately, it looks like Dak Prescott, you know, the way he played late last year may be a little bit true to who he actually is. Uh, have some have some real concerns about him. This offense is going to run through Zeke. And I, I, his numbers last week were just okay, and I think he's going to blow up this week. So, Okay. All right. Who are you taking a flyer on? What's a, what's a, a – somebody who's on the roster bubble that you think this is the week to start them? Um, I, I, I'm going to, I'm going to roll with a little bit of information from last year or last, last week and, and kind of go with uh, Philip Rivers is Austin Eckler. Um, I think he's someone that's probably attainable in a lot of uh, leagues. Uh, This may be the week to start him as a flex, possibly as a, uh, as a starter, because of a lot of injuries that that's I mean just kind of looking through our leagues some people have little to nothing as a starting running back anymore because of the you know current situation so he could be somebody that could fill your spot because of his uh his involvement in the passing game with the Buffalo or with the uh the um come on who who is it holy cow all right, I got. I have James White with Jacksonville. I think you have Burkhead and Sonny Michelle are are banged up. They're mm-hmm. both questionable Great. tags. James White has gets the PPR points from from getting the dump off from Tom Brady. Again, going against Jacksonville, they are susceptible to the run. And if if Tom Brady's doing the dink and dunk, right. which I think he he'll went. need to against this defense, look for him, especially in PPR type leagues, to have a, another very nice week. I totally agree with that one. I like that one better than mine, actually. See? Well, there you have it. Well, I'm easily convinced. All right. Who are who are you saying, whoa, horsey? Whoa, horsey? Well, yeah. 
Um, I'm saying whoa, Horsey, to uh, Jamal Williams. He's playing against the Minnesota Vikings. He didn't do very well last week. Um, he went from being a viable starter uh, in week one to now looking at, you know, okay, well, let's let's look for another option. So I'm, I'm saying let's pump the brakes on him. Um, secondary, beware is Isaiah Crowell because let's just face it, he's not he, – a running back can't rely on having uh, a 60 yard run to cover what three quarters of his yards um, uh, to make him look good. So I'm, I'm going heavy on Jamal Williams to hold up. And then if you also have Isaiah Crowell, I'd watch out. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Crowell actually looked pretty good. Um, I like your first one. I think Crowell though, I, I think he, you know, against Miami, I don't. I don't know that he's going to be awful. I have. I have Carlos Hyde as my beware because of potential game situation there. I thought yeah. you know his his efficiency didn't look great against Pittsburgh, but I thought he did have some nice runs. Mm-hmm. I think he'll look good against New Orleans, but if Cleveland gets down, especially in a hurry, that doesn't bode well for Carlos Hyde being in the game. You know, there may be more Duke Johnson type situations here. You know, if they're in the hurry up or, you know, passing offense uh, throughout the game, just uh, pump the brakes a little bit on, on Carlos Hyde having a good week. Okay. I agree with that. You're going to lose. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, stud, stud wide receivers. Oh, you're going to like this one. <laughs> uh, and, and I have a personal connection with him. I have Juju Smith Schuster against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, okay. I thought, uh, I thought he looked good against Cleveland. Um, and I think this is a good time to invest into Juju. Um, there's plenty of balls to go around, uh, especially with, without, uh, Olivia bell, uh, taking a lot of the catches. I mean, Connor, John, John Connor, uh, uh, he, uh, he absorbed, <laughs> he absorbed five or six catches. I don't think that's going to increase that much. I think they'll utilize the other weapons in their roster, and Juju may benefit from that. Yeah, and it's important to notice with with Connor, uh, you know, as far as how he got his receptions, they were all either screen passes or swing passes after he was breaking out of pass protection. They were not the you know, Le'Veon Bell would would line up at, in the slot or even on the outside as a receiver you know, maybe, maybe 5% of plays and, and that is not James Conner. So he doesn't threaten Juju in that same way, but Juju, I think that's a good one. Yeah. I have a, my backup, my backup would be uh, Jarvis Landry because going again, well, he, he is my pick. Yeah. Good. Well, I'm so, with you on that then. Yeah. So Jarvis Landry is my pick versus the New Orleans Saints. We've already talked about how we think that game will go. And then you couple that with the fact that there's no Josh Gordon. So you've got Rashard Higgins and Antonio Callaway. Tyrod Taylor is going to look to Jarvis Landry as a security blanket. He's going to get a lot. I, I you know, look for him to have 10 plus catches may, may not have it in the yardage uh, arena, but uh, I, you know, I was getting really high on Landry closer to the start of the season you know, made a move to trade for him in one league, and I'm feeling uh, better and better about that decision. So look for him to to blow up this week. Yeah, and weather won't be a concern. So balls that you know, if if, if Tyrod's you know throwing an accurate ball, that's that's only going to help Landry because he always gets open. 
All right. Yeah. Who are you taking a flyer on? Uh, my flyer, um, I've mentioned him before. Uh, Quincy Inuinuanua from the Jets. Um, and what really threw it over the top was uh, was uh, Sam Darnold saying he's tremendous to throw to, I believe. That was the quote. Um, I kind of liked him coming into this year very, very little, like on a, on a deep flyer. I think I may have mentioned that before. Uh, and I thought he looked pretty good in, in his game. And if Sam Darnold likes throwing to him, I think he's a good guy to pick up in a deep league, and you should be able to get him in almost any league. All right. Uh, kind of similar pick, or at least sticking within the same game. I have Kenny Stills, who was playing for the New York Jets, and he had a great game last week, uh, obviously highlighted with a 75-yard touchdown catch, but he had the two touchdowns. But just, just the buzz that's coming out of Miami is that they love him there. They think he stepped up, that this is going to be a coming out season for him and that the quarterback just you know a quarterback who just lost Jarvis Landry and 160 targets has come out and basically said it it seems like Kenny Stills is his guy so again I I think that's another one look for him to really emerge and and he should be almost a almost a for sure start every week I think with with the situation down down there especially with Devontae Parker being out right all right, who are you? Who are you leery of? Um, outside of the obvious, Amari Cooper. Um, I'm going to go with someone who had a big week uh, and is coming up to a roadblock. Is Randall Cobb? Um, okay. He wasn't looked. He wasn't looked at as someone that was going to do what he did in the first week, but he did. Um, and he's come up against the Minnesota Vikings, who should put him on lockdown along with the other other wide receivers. So I would say, I would say, watch out for him. He's not going to do what he did last week. Oh, that's a, that's a tough one. So I, uh, I have Larry Fitzgerald here. Uh, I think he's got, he's pulling a tough matchup here against the Los Angeles Rams, you know, with, with that team, um, you know, that, that passing game just looked off last week. So hopefully Sam Bradford can, can rebound, but I think he's going to be running for his life, and I I just don't I don't <laughs> like the matchup. And yeah, yeah, which is never which is never good for him. Yeah, don't be, don't be surprised if you see Josh Rosen in, in this game. But there there the other thing with Larry Fitzgerald is his his home road splits. That is a real thing to where he does not he does not get the. It's almost like a ten point difference about how he performs on the road versus at home. So this is at LA hostile environment. I, I have a couple leagues where I am playing fits and I'm just, can I guess tempering my expectations for how he'll do not feeling great about him. Yeah. Um, it's funny when you say he'll be running from his life, Sam Bradford running and Sam Bradford walking do not look too much different. No, but he still will be getting paid handsomely for it if he does. Right. When he, when he becomes a clipboard holder. <laughs> yeah. With his long sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, he always looks like he's concussed. <laughs> just eyes are eyes are not dilating. Right. He just yeah. always looks concussed. I <laughs> uh, love it. All right. Tight ends, your favorite position. Who oh, is your yeah. stud of the week? 
Yeah, I think you're going to be right on. You're sniffing the same stuff I'm sniffing. It's got to be Jordan Reed. You got to be high on him this week against the Colts, right? Uh, that is my stud of the week. Yes, yes, we got one. Yes, yeah. The I think first time. So yeah, just so people know, we we did not deconflict these. So yeah, no, this is the he's he's my slam dunk. I mean, other ones are, you know, I I was kind of looking through some of the matchups. I thought, but. You know, I already, I'm already on Alex Smith as someone that's probably going to do well while someone's going to benefit from it. And, you know, I think Chris Thompson and Jordan Reed. So I have both of those guys as starters um, that you should look for. So Jordan Reed, just 30 points. Light it up. Well, I think, um, you know, it's just, it's just great to have him play be a productive player. And then the next week, not hear anything about injuries or right. – anything like that. And people forget how good he is. He's a guy that, you know, I've been very high on. And as long as he stays healthy, you got to start him, especially against this bad indie defense. All right. Who are you taking a flyer on this week? Um, with my knowledge of the Browns, Ben Watson. Um, almost it, it's, it, you know, it doesn't matter who the personnel is, who the, uh, uh, admin office has who doesn't matter any opposing tight end that comes to play Cleveland or has invites Cleveland to their stadium. There is a good chance that that, that any tight end on that roster could have two to three touchdowns. And, and Ben Watson has, you know, he's done it before. I think, I think he could be the flyer of the week. Um, Potts would put up uh, 55 points because for whatever reason in non PPA and standard leagues standard leagues standard leagues just yards and touchdowns yes yeah no he's yeah he's my he's my sleeper <clears throat> he's still active so it's it's wonderful watching him still play wonderful one of the easy guys to root for well yeah. you're not going to believe this my flyer is put your hands together <laughs> for Mr. Benjamin Watson we are on the same train. All right. Yeah, we, I'll tell you what. Our evaluation of tight ends is is spot on. So, yeah. yeah, there's really two teams. There's the Cleveland Browns and the New York Giants. You always have to look at which tight end is yeah. playing those teams because they are the most susceptible. I mean, last year it was almost almost every week the opposing tight end would, would just go off on them. Watson, Great start, this and it week. didn't matter if it was a stud tight end or not. It just had That's to right. find the big athletic tight end. On exactly team. right. Yeah, you know, I think Jesse James had sixty yards last week against the Browns and, and broke a broke a big one. So I'm with you. Good, Perfect. good pick. All right, let's see if we're on the same page here. Last, uh, last prediction of the show. I know we are. Um, I'm pumping the brakes on Will Disley. <laughs> 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 I'm dissing him. I'm dissing him hard this week. Yeah, there's. I don't. A there. He, he has. He is playing against a good defense. So in, in any situation against the Chicago Bears, I'm almost tempted to to talk you out of or talk you into sitting uh, Russell Wilson in our shared league because uh, they're going against the Bears. Um, but Will Disley, I don't think he's. Uh, we may never hear his name again. I I really love that one. I think we talked about that earlier in the week. Who who do we have as a before I give you mine? Who do we have as a backup? Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Not a bad yeah. choice, huh? Yeah, yeah. I guess if I'm if I'm listening to my own prediction here, maybe maybe we should do that. 
that's a that's a good call um so my my beware was not world disley but i did keep it within that same game and it pains me to say that because i have trey burton chicago bears tight end versus seattle uh and i look i have some real concerns about mitchell trubisky i think you know, obviously they get out to a big lead last week and, and he can't make a, a play here and there to just steal a, a, a easy three, three score lead. I've got some concerns, especially, you know, in the middle, they've got some athletic linebackers that cover Burton there in Seattle. Yeah. He got the target count you wanted. He got the, the percentage of, you know, you know, the, of snaps that you want. It's just, can the quarterback get it there? And that's, he is who we thought he was, who I thought he was, Mitchell Trubisky. Yes. So I think if if Trey Burton has another kind of dud of the week, I think you need to start looking mm-hmm. and saying, okay, he's not a dependable 16-week starter. Start looking elsewhere. So it pains me to say that because I was obviously – I think I have him in almost every league. Um, Thankfully. Yeah. Yeah, so – but yeah, that this is that's the thing with fantasy football. You cannot dig your heels in and and uh, just ride your predictions throughout. You you've gotta you've gotta be flexible. So well, and 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 that that's gonna go to our our shared league. That's gonna lead into our discussion of what we're going to do with that particular position. I guess who do we have, who do we have as a backup? Will no, Disley. What's that? Who do we have as a backup? Will Disley. No, no, the jizz man, Mike Jizicki. Ah, okay. Yeah. So that's, uh, but, um, you know, that's no stranger to us. The, the, the tight end position is, is always what we are both the expert on, uh, waiver wire pickups. So, yes. All right. Hey, Kirk. Hey, just real quick. Cause I know the people want it. Um, let's just preview some of our upcoming games real quick. That's all we have for predictions. Um, Let's just preview our, our fancy games. We'll start with the Dynasty League. I ha- I am playing Steve, uh, whose team name is Touchdown Jesus. Uh, I am project- projected to win pretty heavily here. He's already had Willie Sneed play, get 10 points for him. But uh, he the big thing for him is he has Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's, he's had them sitting out right now in – uh, in favor of Drew Brees, I, even if Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I think he keeps Brees in there. But I like my chances this week uh, in the Dynasty League. Again, the only player I'm concerned about is Larry Fitzgerald, who is my number two receiver. How you looking in the Dynasty League? In the Dynasty League, I am going up against uh, Ryan Smock. Ooh. Home- the hell's his name? Homeless somebody? Homeless Huskies. Homeless Huskies. Homeless Huskies, um, and um, he has a lot of uh, a lot of players that I I like on his team that either I've had or tried to get um, or have in other leagues. Um, we are at a we are at like at a, a standstill. We're fifty fifty. We're about we're predicted to score um, within point five two, so a quarter quarter of a point uh is what we are predicting to go so we are right on par with each other so i I don't feel comfortable at all with that all right uh let's move on to the keeper the auction keeper league Mm -hmm. 
I'm playing Deranged Animals, Nuke, who still is our, our first ever guest on this show. Uh, he's project, projected to, to beat my team. Uh, he did have Josh Gordon on his team. I don't know if he had Gordon starting, but he's obviously got him on his bench now. Uh, he also has he also has Chris Hogan on his bench, which I guess against Jacksonville, that's not an awful call there. Um, yeah, so the big thing for me right now is I have Ben Roethlisberger starting. Um, I have no quarterback on my bench, so if Ben cannot go, I will have to drop somebody who, and I really like my bench, uh, I'll have to drop somebody uh, to pick up another quarterback. Mm-hmm. Right, and I dro- I picked up and started Andy Dalton last week and dropped him after Thursday night's game. I probably should have kept him, but you still have, just so you know, you still have uh, an, an IR position available. But I, I, well, yeah, if Ben is out, that that's a great point. Yeah, if Ben is out, I'll be able to slide him in there. Uh. The only other thing I'm battling with right now is, again, this is a team where I have Le'Veon Bell, so he's out. I have Kenyon Drake as my number one running back right now. My number two, I have Tariq Cohen. Uh, mm. If Leonard Fournette is out, I'm definitely playing TJ Yeldon there. Um, but that's the thing I'm battling with right now and who to play out of those two. Even if, if Fournette does play, I still may roll with Yeldon. Yeah, you're going to have a night and day team. If, if Le'Veon Bell comes back uh, at any point in the season and Julian Ellerman, when he comes back and Mark Ingram comes back, you have a completely different team um, than what you have in the first five weeks. I just have to keep it together. That's all I'm trying to do here. Hey, yeah. It's possible to, to lose all the games and still uh, almost make the playoffs. Yeah. All right, so you play you – play... Right. Smock in that league as well. Exactly, and he's he's project he was projected originally to uh, beat me by a touchdown uh, score at least, um, and I got off to a wonderful start. Um, and in in fitting fashion, AJ Green let me down in the second half of the game. Um, he he starts off with three TD receptions, or three receptions, three TDs, and like forty five yards, and then finishes the game by adding. Um, two receptions for like 20 yards. So yeah, so those three TDs he had in almost, you know, that, almost a quarter. Yeah. That, yeah. That was, it was, I think the three times Andy Dalton looked at him, he scored a touchdown. Um, so, but he did, he did score 29.9 points. So 30 points twice as, twice as much as what he was projected to score. So obviously that's fantastic. I just was looking for a record breaking number, which didn't, didn't happen. Um, and he's he's got Devontae Adams and Melvin Gordon, um, Travis Kelsey. He has a pretty good team because he swindled a trade uh, with uh... – never mind. <laughs> so, so I, don't, All right, I, I don't have too many hard decisions to make. Um, Tom Brady, I'm sitting down because of – not because of our conversation, but just because I slid it's... Tevin Coleman into the starting roster. Um, and the only really one I'm going back and forth on is, is how much as I believe uh, that that Philip Lindsay is is worth the actual play. Um, I actually have Carlos Hyde in because if the game is favorable to Cleveland, I think Carlos Hyde will be the reason. Um, so I'm kind of swinging a little bit for that one. Okay. All right. Let's go to our shared team. Uh, for It's an auction redraft league, the PCS league. 
we are playing trash balls, which that's JJ, correct? Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Okay, so JJ, who yeah, we were originally projected to beat, he got off to a good start though. With uh, he actually played started Joe Flacco over Cam Newton, which seemed to uh, be a smart decision on his part. Joe I, Flacco. It may have been a mistake. He may have forgot to switch. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Flacco. He's been slinging it the first two weeks. 376 passing yards, two touchdowns. As also his job it. depends on it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> um, so he's he outperformed his projections, and now JJ is projected to beat us by you know two points, which doesn't mean everything. But we already talked about you know some of the players we're battling with right now. You know, actually, if we put Alex Smith in there, our projections go up. So we'll probably play Alex Smith over Russell Wilson. Anything else? So, okay, important point here. It's important to look at the waiver wires, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, not only before Tuesday, but you also need to look at who other players drop uh, because, you know, some some people, especially after week one, do some irrational stuff. We had a fellow, uh, a fellow league member drop Chris Hogan after he had a kind of a clunker last week. We bid for him, and now we picked up the number one receiver for the New England Patriots. Uh, he's currently on our bench. He's, he does have a tough matchup this week, so I think I think it's worth discussing whether we play Jameson Crowder, Chris Hogan, or Larry Fitzgerald, which one of those three we want to roll with. But huge, I think that's a huge win for us this week. Yeah, and uh, and getting him, but uh, yeah, I, I think I think we have a decision there with our number three receiver. Mm-hmm. Also, um, you know, I think not that anybody cares, but kicker, I uh, I think we have a discussion there. But I, the matchup I really like is our Chargers defense uh, against Buffalo. Yeah, they're starting Josh Allen. Look for at least one pick six or one touchdown from that defense, I think they are just going to blow up. And I think that's ultimately what's going to give us the win this week is our defensive performance. Yes. Yes. Uh, Among the other players uh, uh, making up for Trey Burton being so awful. (laughs) All right. Uh, Now, when we talk about Mike Jazicki, I just want to, if nothing else, they are, they are using, they're putting him out in the field. And I think maybe last week's game was a little uh, sketchy because of the weather. But I think um, I think athletic tight ends in Miami have had a trend of being uh, looked at, uh, you know, being thrown to. So I I think he has a chance to actually be a good tight end for as as far as fantasy goes. But um, he he may be also dropped, picked up for somebody else. Who knows? Uh, I completely agree. Let's just not lose sight of the fact that Trey Burton outscored him last week. Exactly. Yes. Yes. He is him. All right. Hey, uh, anything else you have? No, that's it. All right. Hey, that was a great show. Good luck to everybody this week. And that's all for the Fancy Boys. We are signing off. And we are fading out.